Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining Workflow Wednesday with Photographer's Edit. I'm here with my friends Haley and Heather and Rich. Thank you guys for hanging out with me today. Good to uh, see you. Yeah. yeah. I love and, the hat, by the way. Just love the hat. Yeah, I know. We were talking about this before we started started the live session. I'm, I'm breaking my brand a little bit. There's no spiky hair. I have a hat on. So for those of you black? listening on the podcast... Uh, you're, you're not actually seeing this, but it is, it's actually a, it's a, a motorcycling hat. So the first motorcycle that I ever bought, um, I guess as a bonus, um, because I spent thousands of dollars buying a motorcycle. They gave me a hat for free. <laughs> <laughs> Worth um, it. You're, you're, you're it like, is actually the most comfortable and easy to wear hat that I, I, I mean, of all two hats that I own really, but, um, yeah. So I, every once in a while to go to. Nice. I'm I'm picturing you negotiating um, the price. Be like, I'll buy this. I'll buy this motorcycle if you throw only if you give me a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for for listening in, for joining in. This is Workflow Wednesday, and of course, it's a production of Photographers Edit. Uh, we offer custom editing for wedding and portrait photographers, but really, what we're doing is offering photographers time. We give them time back, and. Um, to that very point, we want to discuss, of course, we can't get on here and talk about editing every week. So um, what we do want to do is have conversation around workflow tips and more specifically how to save time in our workflow. Editing is part of our day-to-day workflow as professional photographers. And so it makes sense that we also delve into the other aspects or elements of our day-to-day workflow and figure out how we can streamline those elements, make them as efficient as possible so that we have as much time, as much freedom and flexibility as possible as photography business owners. And so to that point, we have these Workflow Wednesday episodes every Wednesday, uh, both live here on the Photographer's Edit Facebook page, and then also um, out. this this gets pushed out to the Boca podcast a little bit later in the day. So for those of you listening in on the Boca podcast, make sure you come join us from time to time on Facebook Live. We already have uh, a few people chiming in. Sarah says, says, this is great, guys. First time. Thanks oh, for joining hey, us. Sarah. Oh my goodness! And, Unless you're uh, using hashtags, I love it. I, I, yeah, exactly. Let's let's get a trending hashtag, and then and then uh, Lauren, Lauren, that's a really cool name, actually. Thank you for Lauren joining Lauren. us as well. Waving back at you. Oh, um, baby. And and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna actually dive into a workflow topic, a little bit different type of workflow topic today, uh, because it pretty much again everything that we do as photographers is workflow. And uh, we're going to be talking talking more specifically about workflow when it comes to doing a photo shoot for couples. Uh, we have the illustrious Rich Smith from Rich Smith Photography uh, that is going to share with us today. And um, so I'm going to actually, Rich, I'm posting your, I'm popping your your website up here on the screen. So for those watching live, they can see it, richsmithphotography.com or .net, whatever your preference. Check out Rich's work. 
And uh, and I'll also mentioned since we have this pulled up, Haley uh, of HaleyGaffin.com is uh, with us as well. Haley is a photographer as well as the marketing a digital marketing coordinator for Photographers Edit. So she's joining us for the conversation today. But uh, to that point, um, I, I'm curious. Let's just kind of dive right into the conversation. Rich and and Heather, I know Heather is is there with Rich as a second shooter on wedding days. But Rich, you, you kind of head up the engagement sessions prior to the wedding days. And I'm curious if there's something that you do uh, before we even talk about the idea of posing, what do you do to help set the stage for couples, especially those who haven't been in front of the camera before, um, to help them feel comfortable, more comfortable for the sake of the shoot? Um, that is a great question, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Um, and so uh, I'm basically, uh, I'm going to tell you uh, what I've learned. And a lot of people can learn from my, my mistakes. All right. <laughs> Uh, so, so from the very get go, uh, this is a disclaimer that uh, this style of photography that, that I'm going to I'm going to discuss today is not it does not fit with everyone. It just does not fit for everyone. Um, I I learned uh, this uh, the, the hard way for a couple of times, and um, but um, but if if the the couple is compatible with this style of shoot, you, you will get incredible images and you'll have more fun. They'll have more fun. Every, everything is going to just, and you'll just be less bored because again, if, if I'm a photographer, I'm shooting um, 30 engagement sessions per year. And, um, and I just, I do the exact same thing for every single client. Uh, I'm going to get bored. I'm going to get burned out as, as a creative. And so, uh, and so this, this is kind of like, this is very interesting because uh um, you can basically do the same thing, but get different reactions from your clients based upon their personalities. And that's what I love about it. And, and just just to get a little bit of clarification, Rich, when you talked about if this is the style that mm-hmm. that, that photographers are, I guess, implementing in their photography business, what is that style? Or maybe you're getting ready to expound on that. Yes. I mean, like uh, um, when, a, when a particular client actually even contacts me, I am I am. I basically from the very get go, from the very email, for the first email, I tried to kind of like uh, filter through um, clients who would be a good fit for the style of photography that I do. And so a lot of times I will tell them what I do, but I, but um, sometimes and a lot of times I will tell them what I don't do as well. Okay. So, uh, so um, my client, okay, I was just going to say that we've begun to learn through the years that, um, we, it's very, very important for us to not only attract the clients who are the right clients for us, but to actually repel the clients who are not. And as we hone our brand and as we hone who we are and why we're, why we do what we're doing, we simply don't want every single client, we don't, to think that we're the right fit. And so we are actually looking for clients who want real and they want moments captured, but they don't, they don't want perfection. Um, so when they, they aren't looking for someone to make every single image completely posed, everything is, you know, we're carrying around a bunch of external lighting. Uh, and so, and the, you know, heavy Photoshop and these kinds of things. It's a much more natural approach. Mm-hmm. And Rich's focus is trying to extract genuine, authentic connection between the couple and moments between them. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, yeah. I mean, my class basically if you think about it, the the more you um, you do to create a perfect photo, like make sure the hair is perfect, the dress is perfect, the like the lighting is perfect, 
the, the more time you do try and create this one photo, the less authentic that photo will be. Um, and so, um, and so we're not trying to downplay the oh, yeah, importance yeah. Oh, that yeah. these photographers exist and that there's a photographer for every client yeah, and I'm, that these photographers can do wonderful work and yeah. provide exactly what certain people need. Yeah. It's just an understanding of who we are and, and what we do and what we don't exactly, do. What my style is. Okay. Because I me, mean, like, I think those photos are incredibly beautiful and technically difficult to do. Uh, and so I have a lot of respect mm-hmm. for the photographers who do that style. Um, it's just not what my personality uh, does fit with my personality and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, so, so I guess very simply, just to sum mm-hmm. it up, what, what you're going for is a very natural, I mean, authentic is a word that is thrown around a lot these days and it can be kind of misunderstood because people overuse it. But right. what you're trying to capture is genuine emotion, yes. uh, a very intimate interaction between the couple yes. that you're photographing. You yeah. do that by focusing on that very thing, the emotion versus a highly produced session, if you Yeah, will. and I'm not even saying that what when we're talking about these natural reactions or intimate moments, that this is some original thought and we're the only photographers doing this. But we are. We're just recognizing, <laughs> we're just recognizing that this is what drives us and this is what keeps us doing what we're doing. This is where the passion lies in our business. Yeah. I'm not saying it's original or totally revolutionary. I'm just saying we have we know who we are and we know who we want to photograph and that um, we want to attract clients who are looking for real moments as opposed to perfection. Um, and can we actually like, is there a particular place on your website, Rich, that we could go just to share a little bit of what this looks like just on the homepage even? Well, we just all posted <laughs> when you go to the homepage of our website, there's a link for our blog or you could go directly. But I mean, we post, we post. They we, go to, I mean, like we are very careful about anything mm-hmm. we post online that would fit fit into um, this style of photography. I, mm-hmm. I really, because um, I want, I don't want to do to have someone see my work and 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 have assume that I do a different style of photography. So everything we put online on Facebook, Instagram, it kind of it, it matches what we're talking to um, talking about because we definitely want to attract those style, those, those types of clients. Yeah. So, and we're actually, I have, um, I, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I actually have your website pulled up. I'm sharing my desktop currently. So we've got the, the initial gallery. There's a few images that we're scrolling through here, mm-hmm. um, that, mm-hmm. that kind of give a little bit of an indication of the type of imagery that you're, that you're capturing. It's very clean, relatively minimalistic, but what you do see is emotional engagement, emotional connection, Mm -hmm. Um, having shot weddings for over 10 years. And I think we were even discussing this just the other day. I've been in situations where a couple just is not comfortable expressing emotion in Mm -hmm. front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And man, it makes for for a really awkward uh, moment or even a, a session for that matter. So I love that when you're talking about the idea of style, a lot of photographers, they talk about style. Really all they're talking about is a Lightroom preset. Like this is the finish of my images. Mm -hmm. Um, The reality is that to be a a really good photographer, the style starts with how you actually are photographing your subject. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad that you're making that distinction. I'm going to scroll down here just a little bit as I'm talking, just so um, our listeners get a good feel for it. There's a really good emotional interaction between you and Heather. I like that picture on the nice to meet you section there. Oh, (laughs) Um, but I'm scrolling down just a little bit more and uh, let's see, actually, if we can pull up a, yeah, we've got some, some images here. So this is really fun, just fun, emotional interaction between the couple. And there's one of the bride with her dad, of course, a little bit less a portrait, more of a, a candid moment. Right, right. Um, but, but really all of these images have a theme and that is mm-hmm. real raw emotion. And I love mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, I think that's probably going to resonate most, you know, we, we can, 
and this has been an interesting conversation with photographers over the last decade that Photographers Edit has been around. There's there's a lot of conversation around nuanced uh, differences between in, in processing where, you know, maybe a little magenta shows through a little bit uh, or the crop isn't quite quite right or maybe there's a little bit too too much noise or a little bit or maybe not quite enough noise some photographers like a little bit more texture to their images all of these nuances that we tend to focus on as photographers Mm -hmm. probably matter much less to the end client and Mm -hmm. what is going to matter to them certainly is the experience certainly is the moment captured but then to be able to actually go back to the emotion Mm -hmm. um that that can be seen in those individual images is so so important. I, I've I've actually pulled up what looks like an engagement portrait right here. This couple, beautiful um, sunset, the flare, and that I mean, she is just so into him. She's kind of grabbed yeah. the lapel of his his sport jacket and pulled him in close, and they're about yeah. to kiss. I mean, I love that kind of raw emotion, and that's definitely something that um, I'd love to be able to provide to my clients as well. So I'm excited yeah. to be able to to let our listeners kind of chime in and, and, and see, or listen in rather, and hear a little bit more about what you're doing, uh, Rich. So we're going to, we're going to go to you here, I guess what we'll, and, and, uh, by the way, Jamie chimes in and says, hello, she was waving. So hi, Jamie, we're so waving hey, Jamie. <laughs> back as well. Um, what I'd like to do at this point, Rich, is just kind of go to the next question, which is once you've set the stage for them, um, maybe you can comment a little bit more about how you do that too. And I love the fact yeah. that you spoke to the style, but speak a little bit about how you do set the stage mm-hmm. and then let's go to the tangible kind of the step-by-step what you do to get the, the client to relax for, for those various poses. Yeah. So, um, so it begins after they hire me, um, I actually will send them um, a questionnaire about two weeks before their, their engagement session. And the, and this questionnaire um, I made both of them filled out. And I, I also tell them, do not share this questionnaire with each other. So basically, they're sending me um, all these answers to these questions, and and the other one does not know what the other one is saying. Um, and so uh, so that is a, that, the questionnaire is a huge one. I'll share a couple of questions that I basically ask. But, um, um, but uh, so, but before the engagement session, I will basically study this questionnaire. And um, because the questionnaire kind of goes further and deeper into the relationship of, um, and, uh, and then I'll really use this questionnaire to actually give, figure out things to ask them and, qu- and questions to ask them basically so the, that he can basically talk to her or he, she can tell him about something. And I'm basically just photographing their reactions to this information that, 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 uh, that they're gathering. And, so um, these are these act as you have them fill out this questionnaire. You get mm-hmm. the finished questionnaire back, and then yeah. you go through and kind of memorize the the answers uh, from from those questions. Oh, I don't memorize. I literally create a um, I create a shot list um, of things because first of all, I know their personalities. Um, some of my person some of my clients' personalities are more playful. Some are more serious, more romantic, uh, um, passionate, um, that kind of stuff. And some of my clients would consider themselves more. Um, energetic and adventurous and and whatnot. And so basically I try to tailor the, 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 the prompts, the stuff that I tell them to based upon their personalities. Um, And so, and I, and and from these questions, I literally just kind of like beforehand, just, just literally um, like, for example, um, let's see here. Um, I basically ask, and I basically ta- I tailor this based upon my brand as well, because my brand is more, uh, I tend to lean more toward the lighthearted. Uh, I want joyful. I like laughter. That just, that just, that just kind of like speaks to me. Um, my, my clients will basically, 
they um, their romance kind of blossoms out of out of the laughter and having a great time with each other. So so my clients will tend to be more on that side of the spectrum than really really serious and quiet and posed. Um, but I that happens that, that happens as a result of you posting those style of images to your website. It draws yeah. that type of client in. I mean, Heather, to your point, you're saying that you're trying to draw these particular types of clients in. Is that how you're doing it then through what you or you're displaying on your website? Yeah, I, I think definitely everything that we put out there, both on the website and on social media, needs to be very strategic. And we try to be very good with that. And then also from the first phone call that Rich has with a client, they can tell how, you know, if there's a connection there with his personality, you know, via that phone call or that first meeting. And so um, it starts to become really clear very early on if a client is an ideal fit for us um, based on the amount of, of uh, connection between Rich and the client, uh, the amount of energy. Um, and that, that just becomes really apparent. So, um, okay. yeah. so you, you've, once you've, you have booked that client, it mm-hmm. seems like a good fit. You book mm-hmm. the client, um, mm-hmm. you then send them in preparation for this engagement session. You send them this, this questionnaire yeah. and, um, they yeah, fill that out. You get the information back from that. You create a shot list mm-hmm. and they're, they're kind of, they're almost like triggers to, to interesting conversation or at least triggers for emotion, right? Based yeah, on exactly. their responses. Yeah. Let me give you a couple of examples just for, so people can understand. Okay. So basically I'll ask, uh, what is the coolest adventure y'all have ever been on? And so in the questionnaire, um, in the questionnaire right. Mm-hmm. I'll ask them like, uh, what is the quirkiest habit that your fiance has, but you actually really love, you know, um, th- those type of um, when do you feel most loved by your fiance? Um, and just kind of like those type of questions that kind of go a little bit further deeper into the nuances of the relationship that they will share with me. And um, I'll recount one of the, the, the moments that you are most proud of your fiance. And, uh, and then really, I will just really take those prompts and then I would talk to I will talk to uh, um, the guy and be like, you remember what you answered for this particular question? And he'll be like, yeah, OK, I'm going to I say, OK, I'm going to come back here. And I just really want you to tell her that that answer, you know, and uh, and then he basically starts talking to her. I had this one guy. It was awesome. He said he said, uh, I, haven't, I haven't I've never told my, my fiance this, but after our very first date. I was so in love with her that I went back to my dorm room and and wrote a, a song for her. And, and, uh, and I was like, that's awesome. And so, yeah. so I was like, uh, does she know about this? And, he, and he's like, no. I said, do you feel comfortable like telling her this? Yeah. I mean, like, and, and I said, and she, he said, sure. And so, uh, and so literally I, and so I literally was like photographing her reaction, getting this information from him that she had no idea and uh, and just the love in her eyes and the just the the light and joy that she showed in her face you cannot tell people to pose that way you can't do it um yeah and, that, that whole kind of stereotype yeah. of all right get over there and act like you like each other that's yeah. that only goes so far in the end <laughs> yeah but if you're able yeah. to pull from these these talking points that you've captured mm-hmm. from them through that questionnaire and you're able yeah. to use those then as as triggers to yeah. points of conversation for them while they're together where yep. you've got them posed in this beautiful location. And then you say, Hey, why don't you bring this up or yep. remind her of this thing or remind him of this or tell him how you feel about that. Right. Um, in, in that case, did he actually start singing the song to her or what happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he had, I don't think he had memorized it, but uh, he, he still had it though. But yeah, I mean like a, like a great, uh, like I would just ask Clay, Hey, uh, if you could go back and relive one day with your fiance, what, what day 
really stands out to you and why and why, you know, and then and then they basically just start like, you remember that time we went to, you know, this place and we had this incredible day. I would I would love to relive that day over again. You know that. And, and then they're like, oh, my gosh, I do. I remember. The ball. And then just and just all I'm just doing, just just taking photos, you know, that's uh, and uh, and these amazing reactions are, are, are happening that, that in front. That's of really camera. cool. That's really cool. Now, I feel like we kind of took us a, a jump. We jumped ahead just a little bit far. Is there. Is there anything in particular that you're doing aside from that question? I know the questionnaire gives you information to work with for the actual shoot itself. Yes. Let's say you know you're going to meet your clients at 5.30 for this particular session. You show up. You've not really hung out with them before. Maybe yeah. you have a little bit. Regardless, they're not used to being photographed. Mm-hmm. You need to help make them comfortable before that camera is pointed in their direction. Yes. Is there anything in particular that you're doing there before then we actually get to the shoot? Talk to us about that. Music. What is that? <laughs> it's a speaker. It's a speaker. Um, it's music. Uh, so, uh, so this is a this is the speaker I use. It, uh, it literally just clips on my 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 belt loop right there, and um, and so I have um, I have um, a Spotify or Amazon Prime uh, music where like uh, I will basically play really fun music if I want fun interaction. Uh, a music can do so much to people, so much. Uh, so if I if I can I can play really chill music if I want um, a, just a different um, interaction with them you know so I basically start off with and and I, I kind of warn them beforehand not not warn them but obviously just kind of like hey you know um, even in the questionnaire I'll ask them what kind of what kind of uh, music they like and um, and so I, I try to kind of like sometimes I'll just put on generic thing that I've come up with, but I'll just find a radio station based upon a particular, you know, artist. On they their love preferences. And, and, and then, uh, and then they're like, Oh my gosh, everything, you know, and then, <laughs> and then, and then all, immediately they start feeling more, they're like, Hey, this is more of a enjoyable thing because they mm-hmm. have something already that, yep. that, that, that uh, emotionally that, that they love, you know? So I love that. Rich encourages Heather, I'm sorry, before you continue, I just, for those of you who are listening on, on the podcast, you not you can't actually see what Rich just shared uh, with us, but it is a very small circular, um, I, I don't know, I think you could fit it in the palm of your hand, a little circular Bluetooth speaker with a clip, as he said, yeah. that he can clip, clip onto his, his pants. And it's very easy then to be able to play that music and carry yeah. that with you, which is great yeah. too. And, and it's incredibly powerful. I'm, in, I'm impressed by how, how like you would think something this small can produce much. It can do a lot. So what's the brand? Uh, it's, it's a JBL. You can, you can buy it from, uh, from Best Buy for 50 bucks. So Perfect. Haley, yeah. will, Haley will link that in the show notes. I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. And, and Kath, just... <laughs> Kathleen actually just chimed in and said, music adds so much to everything and relaxes you. And it's very, very true, especially if it's, <laughs> If it's music that you're you're comfortable with or you're familiar with, um, I'm sure that adds a, an element of relaxation. I, I may have mentioned this story on the podcast before, uh, but there was there was a um, a time that I had the opportunity to photograph a maternity session. Uh, I had a client whose wedding I had photographed, and they wanted a maternity session, and not just a maternity session, but a nude maternity session. So we needed to create as uncomfortable an environment as possible. Um, there were these very creative, artistic news, some ideas that she had gotten, I think maybe on Pinterest or something like that. And um, so we needed to create as, an, as comfortable an environment as possible. I did photograph at the client's home um, and her husband was readily available to help as well. And um, we, we ended up capturing these beautiful shots, but we played, we had music playing in the background. And in that particular instance, 
Um, especially, you know, even if as well as I knew this client already, when somebody is beginning to undress for the camera, they may be a little bit uncomfortable. Um, as a photographer, I'm just trying to, to create as comfortable a scenario as possible. Um, having music that is playing in the background that acts almost as filler in the moment um, is, is it kind of helps make everyone comfortable, especially if it's um, music that they know well. And, uh, and then to add a little bit of humor, uh, this is where it actually gets quite entertaining. But we had she wanted this particular shot that was um, basically a almost like a cheesecloth or a canvas of sorts that was draped over her body and blowing back, kind of flowing back um, as a result of some type of wind. So there's a very artistic shot that she had in mind. We were literally photographing in her kitchen. So I had to set up a I set up a backdrop with a black black background um, and stood her in front of the background. We had this cloth draped over her body. Her husband then with a gas leaf blower was crouched underneath the island in there in the kitchen, pointing the, the gas leaf blower <laughs> toward her, blowing this this fabric back across her body. And we captured it. it. Turned out beautiful, and you'd never know that we were standing in her kitchen, right next to. The, we had this beautiful window light coming in from uh, the the uh, glass door there that was in their kitchen, and you would never know that that was that was the environment that we were. This loud gas leaf blower that's blowing <laughs> air across, uh, but we had music playing in the background. All that to say, we ended up just. It was an amazing, just gorgeous, gorgeous session. She was beautiful, and we created this really uh, beautiful set of images for her. But. All that to say, music helped create a more comfortable environment in that in that case, and um, especially in, in a, a, with that type of shoot, to have that playing in the background made a big difference. Kathleen says uh, that that uh, the me- the music brings memories flooding back, also, which is a great point. If you can get some music that is relevant, specific to their relationship, mm-hmm. I'm sure that can make all the difference in the world. So. Anyway, I, I, I hate to interrupt there, uh, Heather, but please and, and Rich both, but you guys please continue. I was just going to say that I love that Rich tells his um, his couple when he's photographing an engagement session to view this like as a date and to relax and enjoy each other and does everything he can to put them at ease instead of ha- instead of them feeling like they have to turn it on when the camera is pointed at them and then turn it off when he's not actively photographing them. But again, creating these moments where they can actually enjoy the experience and leave. And instead of being like, that was awkward, they're like, that was awesome. That was so much fun. Or that was really cool to connect with each other, you know? Um, well, the fact that you're asking questions or yeah. having them answer the questions separately, and then being able to experience the other person saying that thing to them or reminding them of that experience and then have that coincide with the music playing in the background. Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. I, I want to be photographed now. Rich, will you photograph That's me? That's the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we, we can do a doodwah session and cheese cloth and everything. We can, um, I have an electric, uh, you know, leaf I'll blower. I'll hold the leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Get out of my head. Get out of my head. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's great. We, we uh, um, um, I love, uh, the, I just love doing that for my clients as far as like, it's just, um, the, the, what I do is, uh, what I try to basically tell my clients is that I'm going to do everything I can possibly do to make you forget that there's a camera pointed at you. Yes. And that, mm-hmm. that's exactly, I am trying to get, um, make them play games. I'm trying to have them um, to react to questions. Uh, I'm doing, making them do everything that I can, um, to, for them to be like, oh yeah, we're just, we're just out here having fun connecting with the, the person that they're most 
close to in the whole world. And, um, and, and just, yeah, that's, that's what I love to do. So, um, well, and, and just, just for the sake of chronology, I want to make sure that for all those listening in or watching live, um, we're just taking them step by step through this process. So you, you yep. booked a client and you've been able to filter for that client based on the type of work that you've posted on your site. Okay. And for those of you listening again, I'll just reiterate richsmithphotography.com or .net either way. Um, you can check out Rich's work and get an idea of how he set his website up to filter for the clients that he wants to work with most. But you've done that. You've booked the client. You send them the questionnaire to fill out um, and to do so separately. So it's kind of a surprise for the other person. Yep. And then to set the environment or to help create a more comfortable environment, you then bring music along. You're playing music in the background to help them relax uh, and maybe even connect more effectively because it's music that they're familiar with or has some relevance to their relationship. Now you're getting ready to start shooting. Um, kind of walk us through that process and what you're doing, um, not only to continue to help them feel comfortable, but then also to make the posing process as easy as possible. Yeah. Um, and this is where experience comes in. There's just no quick way to do this except just to shoot lots and lots of sessions. Um, and so I, uh, when I get there, um, I'm actually, and we, when we first get started with a session, um, I basically read the couple. I can, I can quickly realize like how comfortable the, the clients and how quickly the clients will get, get, um, get comfortable in front of my camera. All right. So, uh, so in fact, I shot, um, I shot a, a client, some clients just the other day and that from the very get go, they were completely, they were so laid back and, and just, they just, and they had such a great connection that I didn't have to do anything. I didn't do even, even prompts because they just, and they just love being with each other. And, and I didn't have, there was no awkward hand posing or like that. It's like, I don't know what to do my hands, do my feet. They were just, they were just chill. And it was awesome. I was like, Whoa. Um, so, but then on the other side of the spectrum, I do have some clients that, that need me to, to, um, to help them through the entire session um, to do prompts, games, whatnot. But I basically ask my clients, um, let me start off this way. And the more the more you get warmed up and you, um, and you start understanding the, how I photograph and, and, and start enjoying the process, and you feel more comfortable with the process, feel free to do some spontaneous things because um, and, and take over for a little bit if you're comfortable with doing that. So some of my clients are kind of like in the middle right there where they, they don't know what to expect. They've never been photographed like this before. All they know is you know, prom being going to the prom is very, you know, just very, very posed and whatnot. And so then I start, um, you know, I'm asking them to make out a whole lot or, you know, and the, the guy's like, Oh, I'm, I'm actually like this process, you know? And, and then, and then it, it becomes more, they become more and more comfortable. And then, and then they, they become more, um, they start enjoying the process a whole lot more. So, um, but I basically basically start off with basically non-serious fun things to do. And then once they become more and more comfortable, then I gradually move to the more serious, more intimate, more passionate type of, um, of uh, because that kind of like requires more trust to basically sure. more, mm-hmm. to be more vulnerable in front of that. Mm-hmm. If I started with that, it would probably be awkward. But if we, we have established a relationship or established rapport, they're enjoying themselves. They like me. Um, mm-hmm. Then, then, then I'll gradually get them to, um, to the more, the more, you know, serious or what um, um, prompts, romantic sure. so, prompts. So give us some tangible examples of the difference between a more relaxed photo versus a more serious photo, if you will. 
relaxed photo. I wouldn't say relaxed. I, I would be um, as more just fun photo. Um, and what, uh, what does that actually mean? Like, give us an example of the style of pose or type of interaction that you're capturing in that sense. Um, so, uh, it, yeah, I mean, like for, you mean, or do you mean the prompts that he would give in order to, to get that reaction? Well, he, you were just talking rich about the fact that you start off with more relaxed interactions or more relaxed mm -hmm. images, uh, yeah. before you move on to the more intimate, the more serious photos. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm just trying to get a, a, give our listeners a kind of a tangible idea of what the relaxed versus the serious photos it, look like. What's really the difference relaxed, it's more fun. Mm -hmm. It's more fun. Okay. Not, so not what do you mean by fun? Yeah. Give us an example. So, so, um, so I will have them play mostly by games, mostly by games. Um, so, so, uh, um, I will basically, um, um, well, I will basically create a shot list. I'll put that shot list um, in um, my watch. So I have my Apple Watch right here, and um, and I'll basically warn them. I basically not warn them. I basically uh, yes, I basically warn them. I say I basically say um, I have a list here, um, and um, and for the next hour or two hours, um, you get to do all the crazy things that um, I have uh, I have listed here, and and uh, and they go and they get they get. Uh, but I, I basically make it a lot really fun. But uh, a tangible example is basically just saying, um, we're going to play a game. And uh, I want you guys to get really close to each other, and we're going to play um, Same Time. Okay? This is, a this, is a, the, this is a game called Same Time. And so basically the, the object of the game is for you all both to think of a, of, of a, of a color. And, uh, and then um, – and, but don't, there's no hints involved. I want you guys to get really close. I'm going to count to uh, – I'm going to say three, two, ones. And um, at the exact same time, I want you all to yell out the color that you're thinking of. And, uh, and the object of the game is to figure out if y'all can come up with the same color. You'll have three tries to do this. And um, and I am telling you, inevitably, I don't care who these couple is. If I play this game, they just yell out, yellow, blue, and they will burst out laughing. I mean, like, it's like, like, I'm not sure why. I don't know why this game is such a success. It just works. But it works so well. It's just like, um, and so... And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions. This is called, um, I'll, I'll, I'll make maybe like um, a, a thing called um, word association, where basically I say, I'll ask, I'm going to ask you guys a series of questions. And the very first word, no matter if it makes sense or not, whatever pops in your head the very first, you have to yell it out, you know. And I'll be like, if, you know, if Haley was a, was a movie, what movie would she be? Or if Todd was a jungle animal, what kind of jungle animal would he be? And, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, or if, if uh, so-and-so was a truck or, if uh, you know, like just what if, if someone was a, a breakfast cereal, what kind of breakfast cereal would they be? Or, or and, and, and they just yell out the very first thing that comes to their mind. And, and, and just the reactions that, that normally comes from these prompts. Um, it's just awesome, you know. I mean, like, uh, and so they're all, and almost immediately they're like, okay, uh, they're they're concentrating on the game, not concentrating on my camera, and so they're like immediately starting to laugh and have fun with the whole process, and that's exactly what I want them to do, you know. And so, and as you're you're saying these things from behind the camera while you've got the camera up, oh, yeah. up to your eyes and you're shooting oh, yeah. simultaneously. Oh yeah. Or, or, or I will basically, I'll come up to them and say, Hey, this is what we're going to do next. You know? Um, and this is where you got to know your clients as well, because mm -hmm. some of my clients, there's some prompts that I would not tell other, um, other clients, you know, for um, example, so, so for example, I'll basically say, Hey, uh, I'll tell the guy, say, Hey, well, I want you to do is I want you to get, get really close to her or behind her. And just whisper something in her ear that would make her blush. <laughs> and, uh, and so and he, yeah, yeah. he's all on board that. And so he'll right. he will like say something. All of a sudden, 
she will just like <laughs> just amazing reactions, you know, light up. Yeah. Um, you know, or, or, uh, I'll tell them, you know, just get, get close to her ear and, and purr like a kitten, you know, like just like, <laughs> like so, some, something unusual, something crazy, something that, that would make them be like, you know, so, something to, to, to react to, you know? And so, um, um, there are just tons and tons of, of, of props out there that you can use that kind of like ha- has that, those kind of reactions again, just for them to just loosen up and quit thinking about there's a camera pointed at them and just enjoy the pro- whole process. So if, if your your actual engagement session, is that going to last? Because this is really what we're talking about here. Obviously, these are applic- this is applicable to photographing couples on the wedding day as well. But how long does a typical session, engagement session last for you? Um, I have two engagement sessions. Um, they can do they can book me for a one hour or two hour engagement session. So okay. uh, so for for one hour session, they they can go one location, no outfit change. And if they book me for two hours, they get two locations and an outfit and one outfit change. And so it like it basically looks like it's two different sessions. Um, and so, and then, but, and then within that hour time frame, yep. or two hour time frame, what yep. percentage of the time do you spend? giving them these prompts to the point where they're comfortable or do you maintain that approach oh, yeah. the whole time? What does that look like? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, uh, again, I read them and if they, if they start becoming more comfortable in front of the camera, they can't understand. Um, but, but a lot of times they want to, they, they just want, you know, like, like I'm like, Hey guys walk toward me and uh, do y'all know how to play bumper cars. And they're like, uh, yeah. And so, uh, and so they, and they all of a sudden like have to have the music uh, you know, fun dance music. They're walking toward me and they're, and they're like trying to bump each other away. And then like, I'm just like, and just, again, just the, even the, the body movements are just perfect for just amazing fun shots, you know? And do so you have uh, a list like, do you, I mean, how many, how many of these prompts do you have in your head? Cause I love these ideas. In fact, Kathleen was just saying, great idea. Love the whispering in the ear. Um, but I mean, even the bumper cars, like who would have thought that that would be a thing, but like how many, what's, how big is this list of prompts that you have in your mind? The brain I'm, I'm of Rich Smith. Tell yeah. us more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, again, again, that's why I mean, like, that's why I put the list on my, on my wife. So I okay. because so I don't have to really remember because I, I have pre-formulated based upon their personality the list that that mm-hmm. I want I want them to go through. Um, some mostly prompts, uh, mostly prompts are like uh, they they can be done with any client, and and uh, and so. But it's like I like I have another prompt that'd be like say, I'll have them just like look at each other and, and be like, all right, uh, I'll just ask um, which one. What, what was what was it? Um, uh, uh, yeah, who who farted in, in front of each other the first time? Like like like, who, like and and so then they'll like they start pointing fingers and all of a sudden they start laughing. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah, can you remember that? You remember that whole and then and like again just. Again, but I can't say that to every client, because, right. you know, but, but if, if the, if their personalities fit that particular prompt, again, I get crazy, amazing reactions, you know? And so, mm-hmm. uh, so some of my clients are, um, that they, they would be more on the, like the romantic side, but they still, they, all my clients have a fun side. They all have fun with each other. So I mean, like, uh, and so some, some, and it's just a matter of learning their personalities in order to be able to pull that, that out of them, I guess. Yes. Yeah. And I get, I, I, uh, I get most of that through, um, a questionnaire that, that we send uh, from the very get go. Basically I ask them kind of some adjectives, some adjectives that would describe their, their, their relationship together. And so from the get go, I'm kind of like gathering all this information um, and uh, and I can basically I can kind of read people now based upon what they wrote on those 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 20 questions to me. 
uh, about kind of like how serious or how how fine or or um, the, the client is. So I can I can kind of read read them pretty well as well. So okay. so we we all have those clients that are like usually it's the guy and you know they don't want to be there. They don't want to be taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had it to where your games didn't work or is it just like a, these always win? <laughs> that's uh, a great question. That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the, um, so that is that is something that I try to also filter as well because sometimes the girl, when, when she sees my style, she loves it and she books me, but never in the process has she even shown um, her guy, like any of my, any of my photos. And so he's kind of coming into it. Um, Depending not, on I, how I, engaged I, or disengaged he is yeah. with the wedding planning process, he yeah. may have never even seen right. yeah. the website. Yeah. And he, and he's coming, he's coming to the game session feeling forced to, he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't like being in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and so I'm like, you know, uh, and so in some, in some ways, uh, I really try to like say, I, I need both of you guys on board for, for mm-hmm. this style because it, it won't work if one person is on board and the person thinks it's stupid. Um, yeah. and, so, uh, and so, but for the most part, for the most part, um, again, um, I, um, I, I'm uh, in that situation. I may just kind of go back to a slightly more traditional a way of just like having you got them posed, looking at each other, maybe looking away from each other, more artistic, artistic stuff. Um, and so, and then I'll be like, mm-hmm. and, and they, they still turn out fine. Um, but I'll just be like, okay, well, I, he's just, they're not my ideal client. And so, and so, uh, and so sometimes that just, that just happens, you know? Yeah. And um, I try my best to kind of like um, make sure that doesn't happen, but sometimes it does. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so let's kind of take this, let's take it a step further. We've, we've set the stage. You're, you're certainly creating a more comfortable, more fun environment for them to be photographed in. Um, let's, let's delve specifically into posing though, because it's one thing to get them to interact comfortably and to get that raw emotion. That's such a massive component of a great portrait, especially of a couple, Mm -hmm. but then actually posing them, that's a whole different conversation. And one of the things that I've seen happen, particularly at photography workshops, over the years as um, you, you, you got a model couple that's, yeah. that's set up to be photographed and you've got 10 photographers just pushing the shutter button and mm-hmm. literally there's no communication to right. that, that couple. And I have right. a bad feeling based on that, that tendency that a lot of this is going on sadly between a photographer and a client in on a, a regular session. Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be some type of structure there, some type of instruction given because most of these people haven't been photographed before mm-hmm. in this type of scenario. Right. So what does that posing look like uh and maybe kind of break down how you go about that process during during the shoot yeah i mean like uh um i I am a photographer um surprise and so uh and and uh um but yeah i know where the light is and so um so normally yeah we are walking around i'm joking with them um even in between shoot uh, the the shots i'm basically talking with them and like i'm trying to connect with them and making them again feel comfortable with my personality so and the whole time I'm look, looking around and trying to find a different different places to photograph. So so yeah, I mean like uh, I'm I'm looking for that 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 spot of light um, or that really cool background or a particular place I want to put them in. So I'll, I'll literally yeah for for um, for the most part, um, um, I basically tell my clients don't bring any pro, um, any um, prop 
uh, props. Props. Um, yeah. Um, I uh, don't bring uh, purses. Don't bring, um, don't bring anything that you need to put down in between the photo shoots because uh, between the between the the different areas that we go to. So because they don't know when I may want to take a photo of them because I mean like they may be walking with me. They may be walking in front of me. Uh, I don't want. I, I may be taking photos at any time dur- during that session. Sometimes when they might not even know about it, um, and uh, if they're they're carrying a blanket and they're carrying um, their you know the jerseys and mm-hmm. they're carrying this or carrying that, then that basically it slows us down and um, and it becomes more I guess posed or. Or whatnot. So basically, basically, leave all that stuff in your car. Um, let's let's just let's just go out and, and, and have fun, and enjoy each other, and uh, and basically, and again, I just kind of reemphasize, hey, um, you know, or if they really really want, you know, the blanket over them and, and whatnot, I'll get that out of the way really really fast when we're close to the cars. And so um, they want photos of their dogs or whatever. That's completely fine. Bring your dogs. Um, we'll do five a uh, couple of shots with them. And they're satisfied. They put the dog, um, uh, you know, somebody takes the dog, mm-hmm. and, we, and then we then we go off and, and do do kind of like what I want to do with them. So so there, there is some compromises in there, uh, which is completely fine with me. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most of the session, I, I want to photograph in a way that that they hired me for my style, mm-hmm. and so I want them to trust me that I can I can kind of capture them in the style that they've hired me for. You know, yeah, it really I, takes the wind out of Rich's sails. If a, and thankfully this doesn't happen very often, but um, Pinterest can kind of be a photographer's worst enemy if a client is trying to duplicate someone else's engagement session and rather than just being who they are. Um, yeah. And I feel like I I was guilty of this before we were even photographers, Nathan, because I feel like the first time you ever photographed Rich and I back in like 2006, I had seen a photo on your blog of a couple she you had taken. It was beautiful, um, and I. I think I might have done a big no-no looking back and been like, hey, can you get this photo of us? You know, she had her shoes off. They were in the foreground, yeah. you know, because of the oh, aperture, oh. they were blurred out, but the couple was in focus <laughs> or whatever. I remember that shot. And looking back now, I'm like, that's not something that naturally would have defined who we were or it didn't end up being one of my favorite photos from the session because I was trying to create something I'd seen online. So our ideal clients are not coming to us with a list of Pinterest photos that they've, that they saw. They're basically trusting rich to document who they are as a couple. And Rich says the biggest compliment for him is when the friends and the family of this couple come to him after a photo shoot or a wedding and say, Oh my gosh, you totally captured Chris and Jennifer. Like who they are, like the, the spirit, the spirit of, of their relationship, yeah. you know, yeah. like I can see them in those photos. That's perfect. That's exactly who they are. Yeah. That's the biggest. That's when we've hit the nail on the head, you know? Yeah. So typically that doesn't come with a whole posing guide. It really, I feel like is created through these prompts, through these natural interactions, through the laughter, through the quieter moments that he gets with these prompts, you know, does now, that make sense? And, and it does make sense. I, I, and I like the fact that you pointed out that you're setting down those props to or encouraging them to set down whatever the, the so-called props would be so it doesn't interfere with this process. But let's get even more specific, more tangible. You, They've set down the props. You get them comfortable. You walk them to this location that you think is going to be perfect with this beautiful background. The light is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And you're setting them up for a shot. What does the interaction look like specifically at that point where you're setting them up? How you're posing them together? How you're telling them to stand? How to pull... Um, her into him or whatever it might be. What does that conversation look like? And how do you go about that process? Basically just like that. It, um, so uh, um, 
for the most part, I basically say I'm not going to be super, super posy. Where like I, I want some of their personalities to uh, to kind of come out. I basically I give them some hints as far as like what to do with your hands. If you can put your hands on her, put your hands on her. You know, like like uh, or I may tell them what to do with their their, their feet. Uh, but for the most part. Um, you know, the only thing I basically tell my clients to do that does not feel natural is to get their heads close together. Uh, the closer their heads are together, it makes great photos. Um, if, 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 uh, body language, if, 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 um, he's holding her really close by the waist and he's, and she's trying to see him, um, uh, she will naturally kind of do this with her body kind of, kind of like she's trying to bite back up and see and focus on his face. But in the, on my photo, it looks like she's trying to get away from him. You know what I'm saying? You, and like she, her body language looks like. And so basically, say don't just just get in really close or or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. And uh, and and so basically, I'll say and get your heads really close. I'm about to say this. Boom. And then and then I'll let I'll let you know. I'll be like, hey, get, you guys, get in really close. I want you to close your eyes, relax. All right. Now I want you to make. Uh, without opening your eyes, I want you to um, make the silliest face you can possibly make. And on the count of three, I want you to open up your eyes and see each other. And then, and then they'll like open. And so that I'm not, I'm not photographing their silly faces. I'm photographing the reactions when they see each other with the silly faces because the silly faces immediately go away and they start laughing at each other and and, mm-hmm. and enjoying that. So, so yeah. a lot, a lot of times I'm just. You know, just just and depending on how much help a couple needs, how natural they look in front of the camera, because this there's a whole continuum of, you know, very natural body language in front of the camera mm-hmm. all the way to very awkward body language in front of the camera. So Rich will literally go up and touch the clients and put their arms in different places. Like uh, I have photo, lots of photos of you literally like touching the clients, <laughs> like, you know, not every client and not all the time. But if he's trying to get a particular pose. Well, but, but, but for the most part, with these things, I mean, like um, like they will naturally kind of do with what they want to do in the first place. Um, um, simply because I'm basically having them react, they feel more relaxed before the camera. So they're not. Um, the only time that they do something awkward with their hands is when they're thinking about their hands, or, or when mm-hmm. they're doing something uh, awkward mm-hmm. with their with their legs is because they're thinking about their legs. But if I mm-hmm. if I'm having all these re- interactions with them, um, then their body just naturally go to, to a more natural pose because they're not thinking about their legs. They're thinking about the game I'm, I'm making them do or the, or the question yeah. they make them do, to react to. And, uh, and then they're just, and they're just re- reacting. What are you, you thinking, know? Nathan? Well, I, I was just going to say, speaking of, of, of silly silliness and games, I hear your kids in the background playing quite actively. That's <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> they, they, it sounds like they're having a lot of fun and you encourage yeah. that invite environment any and everywhere, Rich and Heather. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah, they um, fun a hundred percent of the time. They, they may be giving each other prompts right now. <laughs> but yeah. I, I do want to ask, and we just have a few minutes left here. But I do want to ask: you're talking about um, the idea of their hands kind of naturally falling, mm-hmm. or their their bodies kind of falling where they're comfortable based mm-hmm. on the the prompts that you're giving them for the sake of interaction. Yeah. But is that, I guess. With without giving them more specific instruction, will their will their body position end up looking awkward? Yeah. With so at the very beginning, it does. At the end of the session, it doesn't. So uh, okay. so, and I'll basically get them, get them hints too. I'll be like, I'll be like, okay, this is how you hug your brother. 
down here, you know, but, <laughs> but the, the farther your hands Patty. go, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, but the farther okay. your exactly. So if, if I'm <laughs> please down, demonstrate for those of you listening in the podcast right now, Rich is pulling Heather in close to him. <laughs> yeah. So my hands are basically play by play. Your waist, and that, that's basically how you, how you hug someone. The, the further your hands are up, especially your hands, there's not too many people you allow to touch your face. And so I want to, mm-hmm. to, to um, non-verbally say this couple has a, a, a more intimate relationship with each mm. other than just brother and sister. So, mm. so if if I'm having her him like touch touch her touch her face, get in close and like and like, <laughs> or you know even play, uh, I can even have him play like um, um, you know. Uh, nose wars or or or, or Eskimo kisses or what, what, what uh, like nose what wars or or, or uh, I, I basically would get in and be and be like I'll like tell them to like whisper something uh, sweet in her ear um, if and and uh, a lot of times uh, I'll try to pull her aside without him knowing and be like I'm going to have you guys say something sweet into each other's ear I'm going to have him say something sweet in his ear but when it's your turn make a farting noise in his ear and it is hilarious um, and so or I'll be just say. I want you to draw something on her nose. Uh, I'm sorry. On her I, cheek. I, I want you to draw something on her cheek with your nose, and then she's and she has to figure out what you're drawing. And so and so, really, uh, uh, she, he's like doing this. I'm just really taking photos, and with still with still photos, the entire thing looks really great because he's wow. like just getting in there. Like, give me your cheek. And so and so, she, and he's like drawing this, and then. <laughs> And then, Again, and then, for those I, of you I, listening I, in on the podcast, then, Rich is Rich has pulled Rich or Heather in close to her. Has had kind of adjusted her face a little bit with his hand, and is literally drawing things on her cheek with his nose. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. Yeah. I have I to feel, ask. I feel have, sad for anybody who's not watching live. So, uh, so yeah, <laughs> Rich, I, I, I do have to ask you one quick question here, though. Yeah. The, the idea of, for example, heads close together. I, I think I've heard clients even comment about this directly to me before, but some of these types of interactions just, it's simply not the type of interactions that they would exhibit even privately in their Uh, own life. It's just not quote natural. mm -hmm. How do you, what would your answer be to a client that says that, or even a photographer who would argue that, um, that you're creating these scenarios that aren't very natural anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So though, uh, I don't know. I mean, like I've never had any like, anybody say that to me as far as like that okay. they they mm-hmm. they they love the photos because it, it um they're just enjoying each other so i mean like, i think those are some of them the most yeah, beautiful I mean, because, intimate moments because, oh, yeah, because, for sure. because i mean like yeah some of my clients are like yeah um i can't photograph them on the couch watching netflix um but i mean like <laughs> but, um because if that's what they do 90 percent of the time right. you know so i mean like but at the same well, time, and probably a lot of it has to do too with the fact that you are from the get go, you're drawing in the clients who this would be more natural to. I mean, when they're seeing those pictures mm-hmm. on their site, on, on your site, they're like, that's the kind of picture that I want. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not necessarily something I do all the time, that's, that's mm-hmm. how I want my relationship to be pictured or represented. And so they're okay right. with the idea that you're setting these shots up. Yeah, well, based on the photos that we try to represent on the website, I absolutely love and, and shoot cue stores this information, but we, we have all the the, the, what the client says in the contact form that they send us from our website to basically say they're interested in hiring us, our very first contact, our very first communication with our, this client. And, and, and a lot of the time it's like, I absolutely love your work. It spoke to me. I laughed. I cried looking at the photos. I need to meet like I, you know what I mean? Like they're sold on who Rich is before we even meet. So Mm -hmm. because, because of what we're putting out there. And so Again, this just keeps going back to the strategy of what we put out there and being really 
having it just be heavily curated based on what it is that we want to photograph and the type of clients yeah. that we want to attract yeah. and, and repel. So yeah. if I can figure out that they don't want to really be um, close to each other, I mean, I could literally have them, you know, stand, standing um, like even just like holding hands or holding even pinkies together. And, uh, and then I'll be like, mm-hmm. say, Hey, you know, um, um, who is the who is the least musically inclined of of you two? And so my and you know either the guy or girl be like is either is me and they'll be like okay you have to hum a song and then your job is to figure out what he's humming or whatnot and so so you can do that anywhere you don't have to be close you can even be back to back or anywhere and you could be just humming mm-hmm. and and like and like <laughs> and like but the but because he's humming he's not. He, you can take lots of great photos of somebody humming because they're not, they're not singing or, or mm-hmm. moving their mouth at, at all. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and so, and it's a, again, another game that, that, and then he's like, and they're, and then she kind of guesses and, and uh, it's, sometimes it's wrong and they just laugh about and it. And they're but, laughing. But, yeah. yeah, no, yeah that's, like, that's good. I think there's an opportunity here, Rich, for you to create like a downloadable PDF yeah. <laughs> um, for photographers. Cause they, I mean, they, these yeah. prompts are awesome. And, and as long as I've been in the industry, I haven't heard all of these before. So it's, it's really, amazing. Really good stuff. Um, <laughs> we have just a couple minutes left before our live session is over, but um, Rich, I know you shared a couple of resources with us ahead of time, and I'm wondering if maybe you can comment on those just briefly here before we close. And of course, we'll link to these in the show notes um, at bocapodcast.com. For those of you listening in or watching live, rather, um, this is also going to be pushed out to the Boca Podcast later today, and you can you can go listen to the Boca Podcast by just going to bocapodcast.com. You can also follow them uh, or follow them, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Boca Podcast as well. But Rich, will you, will you share some of those um, those resources with our listeners? Yes. Um, obviously, photographers can get a lot of prompts um, out there, and, and including prompts for family sessions as well. There's, there's some great prompts for, for family sessions or even solo sessions like a senior session. There are just prompts for basically everything. So uh, um, prompts to, to help your your wedding party to, to, to interact better as well. There's, there's props for everything. So uh, uh, one resource is momentdesign.co, momentdesign.co, not .com. Um, and um, this, is a, this is a website that you can, you can purchase a lot of these kind of prompts. And uh, what, what the cool thing is that they'll also, um, uh, they will actually give you basically how to use it, uh, they'll give you some really great interactions, um, and they'll give you a lot of questions to to send your client beforehand. And I, I actually um, actually a lot of the questions that that um, uh, that they they have I actually used myself. Um, but um, the photographer who put this out is uh, is a little more there's a little more serious, um, and and so I basically change a lot of those questions to match more my. Uh, my personality that I, I want more fun questions for them to answer. Okay. Um, so momentdesign.co is a great source. Um, there's a photography um, Facebook group called, how do you pronounce this? Promptolo- Promptography. Promptography. Um, so, uh, so hopefully that'll pop on the, on the screen there. Um, it's a closed Facebook group, but if you're a, face- if you're a photographer, just ask to join and uh, they will um, facebook.com, I guess, promptology and promptography, and um, and they'll let you in. And and this is this sounding like a medical procedure there, exactly. Promptology, yes, yes, yes. And so, uh, and so, yeah, and so, uh, if you go on there, um, they'll let you in. And uh, th- this is a just a whole group, just it's a free group to get in. 
and they are all about like, uh, hey, how do I do this? Or you can search, you can just start scrolling and you'll get tons, tons of great things. It's a lot of bad ones, but a lot of good ones too. But the <laughs> only way to know is just to find it, test it out on your, on your, on your clients and be like, I got some great reactions. I'm going to say that one or that that was a dud. I'm going to throw that one away, you know? Mm -hmm. And another one is, is a paid resource called unposed, um, unposed field guide. And so, um, so it costs about a hundred bucks to get this. Uh, Actually, I think it's on sale right now. It it used to be 150 bucks. And so this is a good deal. Um, But um, they, again, you can get into a private Facebook group that they only allow unposed field guide people to get into. And, um, Again, it's just a huge resource. It's, it's probably a little bit high, a little bit higher quality as far as like the resources are concerned and the prompts are concerned. And so, uh, but there you go. Uh, th- that would give you a, a really good head start on, on how to photograph people in this this style. Well, this has been really, really good, and I think one of the more practical episodes that we've hosted. So, Rich, I have to thank you and Heather both for um, contributing your vast wisdom and knowledge. On, on this topic, uh, for, yeah. those, for those of you watching on Facebook Live, again, you can, of course, you can, you'll be able to go back and watch this video again. You can also go to bokehpodcast.com, B-O-K-E-H podcast.com, and uh, you'll be able to listen to the episode on the go. And pretty much any podcast player that you can imagine later on today, we'll have that posted. We'll also link to the, to the resources um, that we mentioned, including these here at the end in the show notes. So you can go reference those again, that'll be up later today, probably between five and six Eastern. Um, you'll be able to find those, but, uh, and Leanne actually commented. She says, I, I'll have to catch the replay. I think missed, I missed most of it. So yeah, definitely do Leanne. And, uh, for any of those that have kind of signed in late or listening in late, you can always go back. You can watch the video, listen to the podcast mm-hmm. episode, and uh, earlier, Sarah said, this is helpful, Rich Smith. So, uh, Rich, I think you definitely contributed, Thank added you, value Sarah. to our listeners today. And uh, <laughs> I really appreciate you sharing. Again, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, you can check us out, Workflow Wednesdays, live, usually at, at 1.30 every week. We'll vary from time to time, and we'll, we'll let you know ahead of time if, if the time changes. But um, just go to facebook.com slash photogsedit. And then uh, for those of you watching live, you can go to bocapodcast.com, listen to the podcast. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Rich and Heather, uh, for contributing to our Workflow Wednesday today. Of course. You bet. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Yeah. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.